Welcome to Everything's Not Fine. I'm Kelly Budnick. And I'm Nicole Allen. You know, we're two friends that have done a lot of life together. (laughs) Yeah, but sometimes it can feel really lonely. Especially in this era of filtered pics and curated highlight reels. So we're here to remind you that you're not alone. Life can be messy and crazy and great all at the same time. We're so glad you're here to join us in our unfiltered and no BS real talk because everything's not fine. We're recording. There's no warming up. It's just straight to it. We're getting right after it. I just realized we have no idea what we've been talking about. (laughs) Well, I want to talk about the last few podcasts. Oh, do yeah, you? I do. Okay. And I need to ask, first of all, we're going to go right into it, and we need some feedback from the listeners. They never give feedback, so uh, good luck. Well, you guys need to step up there. I don't know what else to do, but anyway, that's a story for another day. I think they don't give feedback because your podcasts aren't long enough, is what I think. Oh, my God. Go on. Not deep enough. We bear our souls. Just enough to make me interested and then you guys end it. (laughs) Well, you're kind of a sadist when it comes to wanting to see people feel their feelings and cry. And Well, I don't need you guys to cry. I just need you guys to, (laughs) like, there's like two more levels deep that are probably pretty comfortable for you guys to go. But you guys decide not to go there. You know what? You are being argumentative because... You're mad that you're cold and I'm hot. Oh, Trent. Oh, as she turns the dial down to the cool side in the truck. I'm dressed in gloves, just like the video, and my beanie. Still don't have any base layers on. (laughs) So, it is Saturday morning. Jim and I are out doing our favorite weekly date which is to go get breakfast somewhere Saturday morning and usually somewhere in Tacoma so I can go look at the waterfront and we can spend time together well today has been a very contentious date there's no love and none of that you are snarky because I run at a level 26 of hotness on a scale of 1 to 10. And you run at a level 2. So you have not been nice to me today. You're in full winter garb like you're going to go out and cut down your own Christmas tree. And I, I just have one question for you. What? If you, you were so cold you could barely move your hands, would you be happy? <laughs> you are so grasp the steering wheel? I just use my palms. Oh as my god. You're an idiot. Mm-hmm. At times, <laughs> yes. Okay, so back to the topic. So here we are, staring out over the ocean on a gray, dreary Saturday morning. Well, the sound, not the ocean. It's so beautiful. Yeah. I can't believe we get to look at this all the time. And Jim has been nagging me about some things on the podcast and I said well why don't you just come on on and 
say what you got to say. So you're saying it's not long. It's not, it doesn't dig deep enough for you. Yes. It's not therapy, dude. Well, but I think that the listeners probably have some questions and. They can certainly ask them. Well, why don't you ask them? What are the questions you think the listeners have? And then Nicole and I can take it and discuss it. So, the gist of the last few weeks, besides the Ellen Christmas... Disneyland, yeah. Disneyland, or Disneyland Christmas time. Um, refresh me on the one before that. The one before that was called Go Get Her. It was That's about right. losing yourself. That's right. Not knowing yourself. And, and you and I both listened to... Brene Brown on... Well, yeah. We had on Glenn and Doyle, but Nicole and I haven't even done an episode on that yet. That's right. That's all right. It's okay. okay. I'm first to the table. Okay, let's do it. Let's go there. No, I mean, I'm just... Uh, we listened to that, and it was along the same lines as that, right? Yeah. I mean, so I think that both of you are, an, are amazing moms and wives and friends, but... You both have said you kind of lost yourself in the process, right? Through the years of being a mom and not taking care of yourselves and taking care of those around you and you putting yourself last, right? Yes. So I think there's practical ways that we can help the people that. So are you're saying what? What would you think would be helpful? Us talking about what that looked like in our own lives. Absolutely. Okay. Yes. I agree. And and something that, that people, it's not ambiguous. There's actual real mm-hmm. live instances of, I remember Christmas 1919 when I was, you know, whatever. Oh, okay. You know. In your past life. Yeah. <laughs> but you know what I mean. I mean, just. Yes. Thinking back. Giving real life examples yeah. of, I agree. I think that that is a very good and I would encourage both of you that if the podcast and the recording of it's going really, really good, to just keep going and go till till you've yeah. worn out the subject or or solved all the problems in the world. So. You know what I think you're sensing from me is I don't want to come across as or I don't want to be, not necessarily even come across, but I don't want to be um self like I don't want to just sit and talk about myself the whole time I want to make it universal and I want to like try to draw it out to a place of what everybody can relate to instead of just telling my story yes and I think your story and Nicole's story both are extremely applicable to your listeners. And so I don't think you're as far off or you feel like your stories will be about you because it's going to give them your testimony and those things that are going on to get you to the, you know, when you go back to that memory to think about that, yeah. it's, it's really important. I mean, I think it's really important that you guys realize, you know, well, during this time, this is what I could have been doing better take care of myself and if that's nothing more than 15 minutes a day going and sitting in the car and shutting the door with nobody mm, my favorite you know what I mean so it's 
it's important and I and as your husband as I listen to these things I re, I can look back and see what you're talking about or what the podcast is talking about and what you and Nicole are talking about when you lost your you know feeling like you were the last person that needed to be taken care of on the mm-hmm. family priority list so I've watched you start taking care of yourself and really battling against those voices and the broken records that we all have in our head that keep us in a place of uh, nobody wants to listen to me or nobody, I can't provide anything to anybody to, no, this is my story and this is something that I'm walking through and and this is something that has substance to it and I believe that people that don't even... They don't even know they're not doing it right at this point. Just like you didn't back in the day. You yeah. were the bottom person on the totem pole. You were just surviving. We, we use that word a yeah. lot, you know. And if you feel like you're just surviving, I feel like that's not living. That's not enjoying that time. I don't want the moms and the dads that listen to this podcast look back when their kids leave for college and go, golly, if I just would have known this and this. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I think that's what you can provide to your younger listeners. I mean, Mm -hmm. is to give them the gift of, oh my gosh, I never thought about it that way. And I want to make sure that I take care of me so I can be better at taking care of everybody else. I think it's probably a you know what I mean? Uh, is that is that correct? Way no, or? I think that is correct. I think, I think, I think that is the motivation that a lot of people have is I need to take care of me so I can be better for them, and I think that's wonderful. And there's nothing, mm-hmm. nothing wrong with that. Mm-hmm. But I also don't think that even that is enough. Agreed. I think it needs to be, and this is the place that I'm getting to is I need to take care of me because I'm worth it. Period. And the bonus is that maybe I take better care of other people or whatever. Absolutely. But because saying I need to take care of me so I can, and I'm not, I'm not trying to like say what you said was wrong, Mm -hmm. but saying I need to take better care of me so I can be better for them is just more of the same of the same. Yes. And agreed that, and I'm not, I, that hasn't been a conscious thought in my head mm-hmm. until right this minute, but it's, it's just, that's the pattern, right? How can I be better so I can do better instead of, I just want to be. Well, and I think it really boils down to, I mean, truthfully, and I'll be the first one to say, Hey, I probably wasn't, manning my post or doing the most that I could to help you get that time to do that. And so, uh, I feel like, you know, I feel because you were also surviving. Yeah. But I mean, I'm surviving at work. I'm not stuck at home inside four walls dealing with the same thing over and over and over every day. Yeah. You know, my, my job, all my jobs are pretty, that's not the same thing over and over. So, yeah. And I feel like you get better perspective when you're around other people. And, and so when you're stuck with two toddlers or two adolescents or, yeah, God forbid, like our kids, two older kids, it's just. <laughs> I was remembering the other day 
Do you remember back in mortgage days, mm-hmm. there was a time where you were like, well, and I think even afterwards when you moved to doing what you do now, mm-hmm. you would regularly say to me, I wish you could just put, I wish you could just know what I do every day. Mm-hmm. Like I wish, mm-hmm. and, and it was in a way of like, I didn't appreciate what you were going through yes. enough. Yes. And I think that speaks so, especially in the early years of marriage or like even the first 10 years or mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know when that changed where we both appreciated where the other one was more well or when you have your first kid or i mean it all Uh it all changes everything changes i think both of us were just so desperate for the other one to see us yes and you were because that was that was said in a fight like that wasn't in a loving i mean it it wasn't in a like oh i wish you could see how my life goes it was like you're not doing enough and you're expecting me to do even more than I'm doing I wish you could just see what I experience all day and and inside I was thinking I wish you could see what I'm experiencing all day but also feeling like I there must be something wrong with me if what I'm doing all day and this feeling that I have all day, every day, if I can't handle it, there must be something wrong with me. All I'm doing is staying home and taking care of kids and wiping butts and noses and, you know, whatever. And here he is out having this hard life and I'm wishing he could see me, but really he, I need to be seeing him. You know, it was just the circle of... Yes. Um, and, and that was just both of us growing up and figuring out life. I mean, that's not taking time to connect during that time. Yeah. And I, that's not a, like, I'm not, we're not hashing this out 20 Mm -hmm. years later. It's, that's something that we've obviously gone Mm -hmm. through, but it's so much what creates that mentality of, I can't, I can't even take, you know, I'm not doing a good job as it is. So I got to keep getting better. I got to keep getting better. I got to keep getting better. And for me, and this is something I'm sure we'll talk about in depth Mm -hmm. in another episode, but I've just realized like, I did not know how to be a mother. I, I didn't have a great, um, example of nurturing and you know my mom worked three jobs when I was little and you know our life was chaos and it was a lot and no fault of her own really in that stage of life it just was and so I did not know how to be a mom and so what my examples were were pastor's wives who had six kids apiece and were, you know, super women and doing all these things. And, you know, that's, that's, you thought that's, yes, that is what they looked like from the outside and what they were propped up to be. Mm -hmm. And then, um, the world of Pinterest and the world of like, you know, all the, and I was never measuring up 
to what these examples were and I didn't have a realistic example that felt healthy to me and so that created the not taking care of myself like I wasn't worth it I was failing and sucking at motherhood in general why would I give myself 15 minutes to go there was no time do you think if do you think though if you, we would have figured out some sort of a system of you getting some time together, do you think you would have been able to let it all shake out and kind of get down to? It would have helped, but truthfully, for me personally, I don't know that I could ever have the realizations and knowledge that I have now without therapy. Like I, because what my hangups are and were so deeply ingrained in who I am and not even knowing their origins exactly exactly. like just it it is only now that I'm able to start picking those things uh, you know and and wading through them and see what the thinking where the thinking comes from so do I think an average person can probably You know, if when you're first starting out, have that ability to just take some time and discover yourself. Oh, 1000%, it, it changes that. Well, I think, I think it probably brings up the issue of this, this topic brings up the issue of you as a person, Kelly, Jim, the listener, we're only going to do as well, or we're only going to raise our family to the level of what we've experienced mm-hmm. to in our own life from our own parents. And so we're limited and not, not to give you okay, I'm not pointing any fingers because my parents did the best with what they had. I firmly believe that. Yeah. And so I think that as we move down this road, I think language, Words, the different things that we use, uh, that we picked up from our parents, that maybe even made us feel a certain way at a small, at a a young age. Um, We're doing the same thing to our kids, and so I, I, you know, yeah. Without outside, without healing, yes. Without like, if you're not being conscious about what you're doing, it, it, it. it's more than likely that you'll repeat. Well, you're going to fall into the habits of what you know and what yeah. you've seen. So. Or, and I mean, obviously we've talked about this. You go completely the opposite way. Like I've gone so completely the opposite way in, in parenting than a lot of what I knew. Mm-hmm. But still underneath it, mm-hmm. I'm still passing on. I was still passing on some of that trauma. Some of that. Mm-hmm. Because... How can you not? If unless you're unless you're doing the work of of undoing it within yourself, it's going to come out no matter what. Yep. Agreed. Um, okay, well, what else do we need to go deeper on? Um giving practical examples. Yes. And I think that 
like this topic, I think this this conversation with you and Nicole will be an ongoing one for yes. quite some time because it's not a quick fix. There's no quick answers to it. But realizing that you're important, realizing you're worth every moment that you spend on yourself. Now, we all understand we all have life. And so I'm not trying to say that Kel's, I'm, I'm encouraging Kel to check out for months on end. I'm just saying. Yes, I'll take it. Where can I go? <laughs> and. What I'm saying is I feel like it's important that I realize when I walk in the door at the end of the day and I take a look at her, she's overwhelmed and done for the day. You know, whether that be you're overcooked, you're overwhelmed, you're blown like what's your Brene, Brene said. Uh, it's it's important that I that I am in a spot when I walk through the door as your husband to be able to get the focus off of me and put the focus on you. And I don't do that very well. So I think it's something that we can get better at. And I think that that's something that we can put in place for the rest of our life. It has nothing to do with our kids and has nothing to do with yeah. that type of thing. I think it has everything to do with seeing each other like we talked about. So yeah. Oh, whenever we have these conversations, you and me or me and Nicole or whoever, I always, like, my heart just aches for the people who are doing it alone. Whether that's single moms or, yes. you know, women who have a very inattentive husband. Because mm -hmm. you can say you're inattentive, but compared to most, you're incredible in a lot of most ways. But... Can you say that again? <laughs> It's recorded. You can play it back. Okay. Um, <laughs> Using it as a ringtone. <laughs> um, but you know, there's just so many. I'm I'm so grateful because I, even though I had you, a loving husband, and I had people around me for the whole time I've been doing life as an adult, I was very isolated within myself. And I know how lonely and um, overwhelming it is to to feel like you're doing it alone. And so to to actually truly be doing it alone, like that is that's I'm always very aware of how even conversations like this of having someone see you, having someone how fucking much that sucks to to not even have a physical presence who could do that I don't but to those of you that are in that situation you're still worth spending getting that time alone Yeah. so carve out and I know you're like yeah whatever I have no <laughs> no time I'm my schedule's booked I promise you that if you wanted to and you got creative you could carve out a half an hour a day, whether that's getting up earlier, staying awake a little bit longer, taking half of your lunch hour, whatever it is. Yeah. But don't, but stop what you normally do and yeah, just it's not, be. Yeah, it's not scrolling your phone or yes. checking out in whatever way you check out. Yes. It's, it's tuning into yourself. Yes. Yes. And knowing that if you feel anxious... Or if you feel angry 
or if you're scared, that those all are okay emotions. It's okay that you feel that way. Yeah. But if you and if you and if you identify those things and you decide that you do need help, find help. Find there's there's plenty of therapists out there there's betterhelp.com which i keep hearing mm -hmm. the good one things about good thing that has come from COVID is telemedicine yes. especially when it comes to behavioral health and so feel free from the comfort of your own living room you can sit down and talk through a screen to a therapist that you can just tell whatever whatever frustration whatever thing that you're going through to offload <laughs> yourself well, uh. You are so freaking, cute because you will not go to therapy. <laughs> I don't need it. I'm good. I won't go to therapy while you are in therapy and Ellie is in therapy. We can't all break down. No, can't do it. <laughs> I'm just teasing you. But, I mean, seriously, it does sound like a, a commercial, but at the same time, I mean, it's important. Take it care of yourself. Important. Take care of your your... Like I tell my wife, and I know my wife tells you guys, please be kind to yourself in your brain. Yeah. We're in between a train and the ocean. It's my two favorite things. And the wrestling you hear in the background is my winter parka. Okay. Okay, friend. So. <laughs> what else do you want to talk about? This was your... Well, no. Nicole, Chal I heard the challenge. I heard... Jimmy, bring it. So. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. We'll bring it. You're well, we, I'm bringing it right now. What are you talking All about? Right. And then, I just encourage you guys just to let let it be more. You guys, instead of so. Sometimes I feel like you guys have an agenda, and you want to get through that agenda. Versus, if you hit something on that agenda that that's golden, mm -hmm. to just. Throw the rest of the agenda out because nobody even knows about it besides you two. Yeah. And and finish the pod. And if that pod ends up being 30 minutes, 60 minutes, or 92 minutes, Will correct you... me if I'm wrong, listeners. You'll pause it and listen to the rest of it on your next drive home. Yes. It doesn't have to be 30 minutes to... We know this is true. We so, know. I feel like the open conversation format... Allowing it to run its course would be better, is what is really the bottom line of what I'm saying. Okay. And I know time prevents that sometimes, but I know also there's times where you guys have plenty of time and I feel like it's... Yeah. You're just trying to hit that time, that time... Yes. ...number, so... All right. Note... Duly noted, sir. We can, like title this podcast corrections oh is that what you want to call it <laughs> corrections by jimmy yeah there you go uh could be an ongoing segment oh good 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 i can tell you're real excited <laughs> i love it you love when i correct you uh, or anyone actually you love when anybody corrects you i love when everyone corrects me oh, it's the yeah. best oh it's so much fun well you know you rarely have a chance because i'm never really wrong so you're 100% <laughs> correct absolutely what is the thing that you are most valuing from me doing therapy what's the biggest value I see out of yes 
therapy. Um, your willingness to go to therapy, first of all, and then the, is just tells me that you want to keep growing and want to get better yeah. as a person. And really the one thing that we've asked our kids since very young is that we ask you to continue growing. Challenging yourself, and we as adults tend to get comfortable or put ourselves behind the stuff that's going on in our life. And I feel like you now put yourself ahead of some stuff, and it's changed the rhythm of our life. But what I've seen is that you are happier, you are um, more fulfilled, more content. There are times that it's all that's out the window and you're dealing with it you're in the middle of it and yeah. but at the same time I see you wanting to be in the middle of it I see you wanting to go through it and see what the issues are and and when I say issues I say you know well we're not talking about gigantic marital issues we're not talking about stuff that you guys would even know if you met us it's just thought processes and those things that we hear as young people that form us and going forward in our life of and keep us between in this box that that we put ourselves in truthfully and so I feel like your box is growing I feel like you're pushing out the walls and going nope I'm no longer yeah. accepting this I'm no longer accepting this thought process I'm no longer accepting that I'm not worth it that I am worth it and yeah it just makes me smile makes me happy If you could change one thing about me, what would you change? Your crooked finger. My crooked finger? That's it. When she points at you, she's really pointing to the oh right. Oh my God. You would change that I'm always hot. No, I can live with it. I like parkas and gloves. And <laughs> you do like jeans. feeling cozy in your I clothes. Do. It gives you an opportunity to layer up. Yep. You wouldn't... All right. That's not a fair question to ask on such short notice. You, oh, we already talked about this. I would be a better money manager. Sure. Absolutely. I suck at budgeting. I like to spend money. It makes me feel happy inside. <clears throat> Those are my two coping things. Spending and eating. I feel the eating, that's for sure. I don't want to talk about it. Jim has lost a thousand pounds this year. So... I don't know how much what other stuff sometimes do we have to talk about. Sometimes the same twenty over and over again, but sometimes oh yeah no actually <laughs> it, sometimes it's the same twenty. Lightly, it's the same five. So yes, you're so cute. I don't have anything. Any, nothing else. I don't know. Any words of wisdom from Kel going into the holiday season? Take off all expectations. And be present. Yes. Don't be so caught up in trying to create yes. the memories that you miss the memories happening. But one thing that we when we listened to that podcast yesterday, one of the things that Brene Brown said is, and it reminded me of us having young kids, is when your kid comes to you and has a problem at school, instead of you going and is hurt 
emotionally. Uh-huh. Instead of you going and fixing the problem at school, sit with them. Put your arm Don't around them. Don't be a them, fixer. See them. Be a inst- yeah. walk through it. Yeah, see them for where they're at. Don't dismiss their feelings. I feel like that's one of the things that the older generation, feelings were not something that you... Oh. Uh, that you gave any credence to. Feelings were for the weak. You did it. Yeah, you did it because you were supposed to do it. And there was no, I don't care if you don't want to do it. I don't care if you're scared to do it. Whatever it is, you're going to do whatever it was. And I feel like that we are moving more into a situation where instead of pushing feelings down and, and, and discredit them, being okay with having those feelings is way better than you know, yeah, and teaching our kids to it's okay to have those feelings, yeah. and and that there won't be alone in those feelings that we will be there for them. Because we are definitely fixers, that's for sure. Oh lordy! So our poor kids, they're gonna have a. I got some hurdles to jump. A time of life of understanding that hard things happen and that they can do it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And that it's okay if not all feelings are warm fuzzy feelings. That's right. Oof. Yep. Sorry, kids. That, sorry. Yep. yep. When you listen to the sorry. <laughs> All right. Well, thanks for your corrections, Jimmy. Yes. No problem. No. Hopefully, they're useful. Hopefully, it was clear. Well, we'll see. All right. Time will tell. I love you, husband. And I love you, friends. Adios. Later.